Thank you, Chris. 248-539-9797. We want your predictions. What do you think is going to happen, especially for the Lions to win? Uh, And, you know, what must happen for the Lions to win? And my answer to your question, Gov, Goff has to be clean and they have to tackle CMC. They take care of those things. They can win the game. Yeah, I'll add one thing to that. Those Those are both musts. Uh, there's a lot of musts in this game because, it, and that's what happens in, in NFC or AFC championship games. Mm-hmm. That's the separator is you've got to have some of these things and it's golf has to be clean. Um, and I don't know, are you talking about clean in terms of no sacks? Uh, the Pretty offensive much. line has to keep it. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm going to use it in terms of no turnovers. Right. He's got to play a clean game. Let's just Taking say that. sacks is better than, than throwing a ball. You shouldn't throw. I agree. Right. Yes. And there are it, good sacks. There are. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know, but um, when you think about Jared Goff and his effectiveness, efficiency, can't turn the ball over, but at some point, you, you've got to make a young quarterback look like a young quarterback and turn the ball over. All right, that's If you can get two interceptions, even if you can get one, if you win the turnover battle, the Detroit Lions win the turnover battle, they will win this game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I think you guys nailed it. And I, I look, there's exceptions to everything, but I I don't know if there's ever been a game where I think they need to win a turnover battle more than yeah. this. Um, and it, maybe you know if they win it four to three, then you're talking about one of those crazy weird games that who knows what happens within those turnovers. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it's one team turns the ball over once and the other doesn't. The the exception is, and it's the t- at the point where I really started to trust the Lions this year. Remember when Goff threw the pick in Green Bay? Yeah, they held him to three. Yeah. And it was twenty-seven to three at the half. Right, they came and and not only did they hold them so, to three, they came right down the field and scored a touchdown. Yeah, there there is not yeah. a complete absolute to this, but I still think it's the most critical stat, other than scoring more points. Right. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah, I mean that's that's obviously the most critical. So Greg is picking the 49ers Yep. To cover, how much are they going to cover by? Like, I'm I'm interested to see how you what your spin is on. Yeah, this. Mr. Packer. I got thirty to twenty. Okay. Ten points, yeah. I get that. The Lions, you know, if they score 20, they're usually pretty good. They have given up 23 both playoff games, right? They the won 24-23 yeah. and 31-23. So you got them competing. I was yeah. curious if you had them getting you know, 27-10 or something like that or worse. I mean, generally competing. I mean, the, the Niners could pull away a little bit, maybe make it a 30-13 to game. Lions try one last gasp, cut it into the 30-20 to or – you know, I, I'm imagining more of a, a Niners sort of extend the lead and yeah, and win. Uh, and Lion, win that way. You think the Lions at, at at some point in the fourth quarter are going to be in a hurry up two minute type of situation, taking some risks, and maybe at that point is when hey, they something goes wrong, and the and the Niners then pull away. Yeah, I mean the things that have me the most concerned about this just being, uh, you know, the Lions losing even losing a close game or winning the game. It's just the the money line is three fifty. It's three and a half to one. Yeah, it's not moving. People aren't betting the Lions to win. The spread has gone up slightly, maybe if at all. I think that's a little deep, but it's to me the spread is high. It's a lot of points in a conference championship game. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We have some text and some calls. Let's do the text first. The magical ride ends. San Francisco thirty five. Lions twelve. Ooh. Mark in a car. Ooh. You're talking either four field goals or, well, 
Uh, you guys can't suspend reality for one week. So disappointed on you. Go Lions. Whoa, whoa. Well, well John picked I, I the picked win. the Lions. Yeah. Yeah. Win outright 31-28. This game is identical to the Dallas one for me. Big weapons, and we get just enough stops, and Decker will report. Lions 29, 49ers 28. Oh, yeah. Are you calling a two-point conversion to actually win it to Decker? Yes. Lions 26, 49ers 23. Crazy game. Goff throws five picks. Oh, jeez. But the money badger kicks a 43-yard field goal to win it. And another wrong is set right in this amazing season. You That's, can't. You, if, you, if Jared Goff's throwing five picks. Yeah. Well, think about it, though. Hendon Hooker. In, the, <laughs> in the, one of the most famous Lion playoff games, Gary Danielson threw five picks. That's exactly picks. what he's doing. It's the field goal length and everything. Yeah. Oh, he's reversing four, New no. Year's Eve 1983. Oh, right. I didn't realize it was 43 Gosh, years old. And, I, and Dan Campbell gets down on his knees and prays with yeah. Both hands. He didn't put that, yeah. I didn't realize it was a 43-yard <laughs> field goal. Um, the entire team prays. Go Lions, 31-27. Roar! That's from Doug and Sterling Heights. Uh, this you're, year, you're calling from the all take a knee in San Francisco? Yeah. <laughs> this year, I put $10 uh, on them to win the division, $20 to win the NFC Championship game, and 20 bucks to win the Super Bowl. This is the year. Uh, 38-27, go Lions. Uh, yeah, I talked about the, the money line and the spread being and not moving, and I, I, that concerns me. The other thing, though, you put on top of that right there, the amount of money that's been put on the Lions to win this year is going to really hurt Vegas oh, if they I know. win. And they're kind of doubling down against this with the money line and the spread in this game. That has me concerned. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's go to Bob in Chesterfield. What's up, Bob? Hey, good morning, guys. I know we haven't talked about it for a while, but I think the most important thing about this game is going to be special teams, but most of all, the kicking game. Being able to flip the field, being able to pin them deep in their zone. Um, if Dan Gamble coaches it right, I think we win 28-27. Go Lions. Look, Jack Fox has been unbelievable yeah. so far this postseason. And, and, and Badgley has too. Yep. Yeah. And, and if you're talking about, you know, winning the kicking game, being able to flip the field, if you force Brock Purdy to orchestrate drives of 80 yards, 90 yards, 85 yards every single time, I yes, I, I do think that that would be advantage Detroit Lions. Hey, listen for your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to the sold-out Detroit Lions All Grit Watch Party at Ford Field this Sunday. All grit. So if you don't have any grit, don't go. Watch the Lions versus the 49ers, the NFC Championship game on all the video boards and screens at Ford Field. Be the sixth caller uh, when you hear me say or ask, did you bang? (laughs) (laughs) I was you on the glass of the Red Wings game. Uh, let's go to uh, John in St. Clair Shores. What's up, John? Morning, guys. Love the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, my my prediction is 35-24 Lions. And if uh, if Gibbs and Montgomery combine for more than 150 yards, it's a lock. Yeah, I would I would yeah, agree I, that that's probably a, a good – things are going well if right. they've got 150 at, yards. At least offensively. Yeah. Yeah. You know, McCaffrey could have 200 to counter yeah. that. So, but – yeah, and that's that's the thing. That's one of the hardest things that I think Ben Johnson, 
where Scotty Montgomery, who the running back coach, has to decide is you know the tempo of either of both. You know, when do you sit Montgomery? When do you you know if Gibbs has got a good thing going, do you take him out to put Montgomery? Well, in? And you know we haven't really seen it all. I don't know if they're saving it or maybe it's not even in the game playbook. Them both in at the same time, really. I mean, there are times maybe he'll the Gibbs will line up as a receiver with Montgomery in the backfield, but usually when Gibbs is lined up as a receiver, they're empty. Yeah, um, but here's the thing: is is you know you you ask that question that, that they're going to have to find that that right mixed. They kind of done that throughout the course of the year, yeah. and and we have been. We come in here Monday and they're like, okay, one of the things that we would like to see better is in the early in the season more Jameer Gibbs. Well, they were winning games. Right. And then and the last more, couple uh, of weeks, it's been, where did Montgomery go? We, they got to hand the ball to Montgomery between the tackles more. Well, they're winning games. Right, so I know. And we can sit there and say, yeah, I want to see more Gibbs, more Montgomery. They've kind of found that sweet spot between both. Uh, Chris at work, Lions 27, Niners 24. The Lions must... Score more points than the 49ers to win the game. <laughs> Besides, I use that one. The I most know. important stat. Besides yes. that, they need to keep CMC under 65 yards rushing. That's not going to be easy, but the other thing is how many passing yards does he get because they dumped the ball to him a lot. The 49ers have the league's best red zone conversion rate this season. The Lions are second. This game might come down to Moody versus Badgley. Lions by three, Chris and Hartland. My Lions must is they cannot allow any chunk plays to go for touchdowns. Keep everything in front of them. PJ and Waterford. Uh, number one must get a turnover. That's from Big Dog in Macomb. They must protect Goff at all costs. When our def- what our, where our defense lacks, our offense can make up for it as long as Jared Goff has the time to make throws. So interesting that texter who said, you know, they got to keep CMC under 65 yards. Mm-hmm. So he ran for 64 against Washington, and that was December, you know, 31st. I'm not really gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna set that one aside for a moment. Every other game, he's been above that 65 yard mark except three games. Can you guess which three games those were? Uh, let's see, Baltimore. No. No. All right. It um, was Cleveland. Minnesota and Cincinnati, their three losses early on in the season. Oh. That that three game stretch. Wow, Cleveland, and, Minnesota, Cincinnati. Yeah, C- CMC. <laughs> <laughs> Again, whatever connection you need to make, I'm fine with that. Um, and so, yeah, maybe we need to change the uh, the, the the spelling of of, of Detroit. Uh But yeah, 54 against Cincinnati, 45 against Minnesota, and 43 against Cleveland. What was Not, his, what was his pat receiving yardage? We did we, that, that wasn't part of the, uh, the, the discussion. But the receiving yardage in those three games, I mean, now he got hurt. I think it was the Cleveland game, right? Um, that he was dinged up, didn't finish. He had nine receiving yards in that, and that was 43 rushing yards. 51 against Minnesota receiving, 45 rushing, 64 receiving, and 54 rushing against Cincinnati. All three of those were losses. Right. He was also banged up. Right. Remember? We didn't even think he played in Minnesota. And he going played, into that game. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. And but but I'm just saying 
if you and, and part of that was, hey, you don't have Debo Samuel for a couple of those games, so you're now focusing more on Christian McCaffrey and stopping the run because the threat of the pass is not as as deadly as it was with Debo there. So there's a lot of factors involved. I'm just saying that's yeah, that's a major key. If you can keep him under 65, you got a good chance of winning. Correct. But what I'm saying is he also can pick up lots of yardage as we as you mentioned, you know, receiving the football. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Hey, for everyone out there who suffers from constant joint pain, I know that the cold weather makes things even worse and more painful for you and for all of us. Here's the good news. Dr. Hill at Straight Orthopedics can help. He'll make sure that you get back to enjoying all your favorite activities just as soon as possible. And I'm talking about going for walks, jogs, pickleball, you name it. You can get back to doing it because the doctors at Straith are the experts at affordable, minimally invasive hip and knee treatment and are highly trained in non-surgical and surgical treatment for such as long-lasting injections for joint pain and rapid recovery hip and knee joint replacement. Straith Orthopedics is the best of the best, and they can get you on the road to living a life free from pain. I'm always telling you and about patients who rave about the life-changing care Straith Orthopedics has provided them. They're some of the highest-rated specialists in Southeast Michigan, and I've told you time and time ago about my dad. New knee, back on the softball diamond, and loving life again. And now it's your turn. Start living your life pain-free. Call Straight Orthopedics at 855-STRAIGHT. And if you want to meet the doctors, they also offer free lunch with the doctor events so you can learn more about their minimally invasive, innovative treatment that they have to offer in a no-obligation casual setting. You can ask all your questions when you meet the doctor, and they're going to give you the answers. Call 855-STRAIGHT for an event near you. Straight Orthopedics is committed to you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 248-539-9797. Got some texts here. Um, Kyle and Hartland. You must not turn the ball over and make the 49ers drive the field. That's winning football from a football coach. Hashtag all grit. Yep, let's go. Gents, the must thing the Lions must do is feed the ball to their best player, Jameer Gibbs, and more two-back sets. Let's go Lions, Scott, in Plymouth. I think whoever has the ball last will win. That's from Dan. That, that kind of goes to my 31-28 yes, victory for the Lions. They have the ball last, and they kick the field goal to win it. Lions 27, 24 victory in overtime. Ooh. Um, Stoney, the Gov, and Greg all ought to be ashamed of themselves picking the 49ers. Get off Detroit radio. Yeah. Signed, Coach Bill. Thank you, Coach Bill. Bye, Greg. All right, you can do the show by yourself the rest of the time. See ya. Let's go. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Here we go. The greatest three hours in radio. Yeah. <laughs> the Honolulu Blue Wall. Uh, Seventeen fourteen Detroit. It's a game of strength on strength. David in New Baltimore. The Lions have only scored less than twenty one points five times. Lions thirty five, thirty one Super Bowl bound. Mm. How many times have I, I don't have their schedule? How many times have the 49ers scored less than 21? Points? The 49ers. Um, well, I only have Christian McCaffrey up right now. I'll read some more texts. Yeah, I'll, I'll get there. I've been a Detroit, 
I've been a teacher in Detroit's Eastern Market for eight years, and the entire atmosphere of the city has changed. I'm driving to work with a bag full of blue and white face paint for us at Detroit, a Detroit Proud Day here in class. Happy Friday. Love your show, and we always listen. Let's go, Lions, 35-31. So how many times have they scored less than? 21 points, because they said the Lions have only scored less than 21 points five times. So I asked how many has the 49ers scored less okay. than 21. Five times. Ooh, even. And uh, their record, 12-5, and five, all five losses. You know, I, I think the maybe the most telling thing is is it's not it's and it's a very cliche thing if you think about it, and it's not any given Sunday because I think the Lions have a way more than any given Sunday chance to win this game, but I I think just in, in general, you are what your record is. They went twelve and five. Mm-hmm. We went twelve and five. They're a hyped team. I mean, they look they're they they said it many times that they play bully ball. They want to jump on you early, and control the game from there. That's the way they do it. But the and, Lions can play bully ball and be violent as well. Yeah, I know. And it, and it, and just that I look at that team's front seven and the names on that front seven are I respect the hell out of them, I you agree. know? And, and, and I don't this know. This is an opportunity on on for uh, going against that front seven in the second biggest stage of the season, the NFC Championship game. Um names can can change from what we're talking about here on Friday to what we're talking about on Monday morning. I mean, I've, I, I've kind of put, and I know I, I went against this in my picks against the spread, but I, I do think Baltimore and San Francisco have been put on a pedestal this year above everybody else. And when the Lions played Baltimore, they got their butts kicked. I think that will help them this Sunday. It might. That experience. Stoney, uh, the Lions haven't given up a 70-yard rusher this whole season. Sure, CMC can get 100, but not looking great for that. Well, I didn't say 70. I mean, I didn't say 100, but, you know, you get what he gets, and then you combine the receiving yards. That's where you got to keep him under 100, right? Uh, there will be weather in San Francisco. LOL, go Lions, 24-17. <laughs> Enjoy retirement, Stoney. Thank you, Captain Trenton. Uh, not retiring. Detroit holds CMC to 63 yards rushing and wins the game 27-24. Lions 27, San Francisco 22. Lions must force three turnovers. Lions take the lead with less than a minute to go, 31-30. Lions secondary gets last lap with another game-winning pick as Brock Purdy throws his second of the game. Lions 31, 49ers 10. Lions will score by using the run that the defense will confuse Purdy into mistakes. That's Joe from Rochester Hills. Go Lions, baby! You know what? Thirty-one ten would be awesome. It would be. It, it, I just don't see it. I think this is going to be a where's the Zantac? Like a heartburn city is is what Sunday night's going to be. And some of it might be the bacon bombs. Uh, some of it might be the the fact that they are going to be close. All right. Speaking of which, John, can you please share your bacon bombs recipe? Need to do a trial run this weekend to prepare for the Super Bowl. Okay, so I will. I'll post it a little bit later on social media. I'm also going to see. I think we did this a couple of years ago. Evan posted it on the the 97.1 The Ticket website. I'll, I'll clear it with with uh, Georgia Jimmy and, and and Evan. See if we can get it up there. But it is uh, a tater tot. All right, you start with a frozen tater tot. Right. A nice little chunk of of cream cheese, jalapeno, and you wrap it in bacon. 
All right. And now wh- I don't wrap it in, in one full bacon strip. I use, I cut the, it's about two thirds of a bacon strip. And then the other, you know, you can use that in various different ways. Right. But you got to just cover just one time around. All right. And then it just, it, it fits perfectly underneath so that the seam is what it's resting on. And then when it comes out, and it's usually, here's what I probably have left out 350 for about, 15 to 18 minutes in the oven, and it's absolutely perfect. If you want to get really good with it, then you freeze. You, you cut your cream cheese into chunks. You freeze that so that it takes a little bit longer for it to melt. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm. Now, here's the other. Here's the question <laughs> I have for you. For those, not me, because I like jalapenos at times. Yeah. Oh, you can it, do it, it without the jalapeno. Sure. Say, well, yeah. I can say, not only without a jalapeno, would it work if you wanted a... A pepper that's not a spicy pepper, per se. Hey, you make it your own. That's the beautiful thing. See, now you're starting to get into it. All right, how do I make this my own? I've been waiting for three years for you to to buy into this. So you can put like a banana pepper, green pepper maybe, or red pepper. Hey, whatever whatever fancy. You know, whatever you want. Yeah. Again, I don't have to eat it. All right, I'm going to eat it the way I want to eat it. I'm not going to – but that that – that I is like, up to you. I like the way you described it. Yeah, the, 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 the jalapeno. So I'll make it both ways with the jalapeno and without because I got a couple of kids that don't want it quite as spicy. Right. All right, so it, it will we'll adjust. It's not a hard line in the Jansen house. <laughs> 248 All right, speaking of which, what are your plans for Sunday? Are you going to San Francisco? Mm. You watching the game at the... All grit party at Ford Field. You go to a bar. What are you doing? Or are you just going to watch the game, you know, the way you normally watch a Lion game? 97 won the ticket. 248-539-9797. Get to your texts, and then um, we'll take some phone calls. 248-539-9797. We'll hear from you. How are you going to watch the game on Sunday? What are your plans? Uh, keys to the game. The 49ers better be able to stop our offense if they want to win. 49ers D is ranked bottom 10 the last six weeks of the season. We have the weapons. We have the king of the north. We have grit. Not having Jonah Jackson has me worried. If Goff can get the protection and get the ball off quick and defense secondary suppresses the pass game and limits CMC, we will win. That's a lot of ifs. Um, but the Jonah Jackson thing, look, they're better with him than without him, but he has not had a great – he had a better year last year. Would that be yeah. fair? Yes. San Francisco 41, Detroit 34, it's from KC. Uh, The biggest thing that the Lions need to do on Sunday outside of limiting the run game is they have to make Purdy uncomfortable. He has shown last week against Green Bay that he's susceptible in year two of getting rattled and being inaccurate, put pressure on them, put them on the ground, hit them often, and watch 24-20 Lions. Shootout, 48-45 Lions. I don't see that at all. I don't see that at all. That uh, happens, I'll have a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. The, the 49ers' defense is too good for that. The Lions and 49ers are literally built the same. Stout up front on both sides of the ball, modern-day playmakers on the outside, and bell cows in the backfield. The X factor will be the quarterback play, turnovers and special teams, Glennon McComb. A lot of what he says is true, although I'll never call a quarterback play an X factor. Uh, the 49ers, 31, Lions, 17, Niners uh, change defense attack blitz early and they'll blitz often. That would definitely be different. All right. 248 539 
Let's go to uh, Anthony in Commerce. What's up, Anthony? How are you going to uh, enjoy the game? I'm actually uh, I'm flying out tonight, but I'm flying out from uh, Cincinnati. I'm driving down there today because flights out of here uh, were absolutely outrageous. So uh, I'm driving down today, and I'm going out tonight, and I will be in the stadium Sunday cheering on our Lions and uh, watching them go to the Super Bowl. I'm super excited. What, what are the uh, fares from Cincinnati? And it's, what, about a four-hour drive? Yeah, four-hour drive, but I saved over about three grand uh, wow. flying first class out of, out of Cincinnati. <laughs> wow. Just, just yeah. be careful. So it's worth, it was worth it. As soon as you and cross that line. I flying as well, but uh, great show. I love listening to you guys in the morning, and uh, I'm super excited about this team and what Dan Campbell is doing and the culture that he's bringing to Detroit. And Go get it, boys. Take care of business. Hey, hey Anthony, if you don't mind me asking, uh, where did you get and how much did you have to pay for the tickets? I am sitting in the club level, uh, and we paid $1,500. I bought the tickets Monday. My wife and I actually went to the playoff game Sunday at Ford Field. Um, it was super electric. I actually went to the game before at the Rams, too. Um, the atmosphere in Ford Field was unbelievable. I was just excited to go, and a friend wanted to go out there, so uh, we're going. Good. That's awesome. Have a great save time. Your, yeah. Save your money for Vegas, though. Save some of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, if we make it to the Super Bowl, that would be something else. My first NFL football game was Super Bowl 26. My dad took me to in Minneapolis. It was Buffalo, Washington. And, you you uh, I, took I to Thurman Thomas's helmet. To my dad. You huh? took you took Thurman Thomas's helmet that game. Yeah, I, so my I repaid the favor and took my dad to the Super Bowl when it was here for Super Bowl 40. Cool. But unfortunately, he passed away from COVID a couple of years ago. Mm. So I, I have a son. So hopefully we make it to the Super Bowl so I can take my son someday. That would be awesome. awesome. Thanks. <laughs> He's that actually goes, in the that... car. We're at Nova. Hey, hey Nova. how's it going? To drop him off. What's, what's, your, what's your son's hey, name? Say hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go Give me a roar. Give him a roar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The Way to go, the Anthony. Morning. Have a great time. Way to go, kids. Let me tell you something. You talk about good parenting. That's Listening it right to there. us on the way to school. That is parenting. <laughs> Who needs War of the Roses or any of that crap? Let's go to uh, Josh in Clinton Township. You're on 97 won the ticket. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. I love your show. I listen to you every morning on my commute out to Redford. So, uh, Thank you. I'm going to be watching the game this weekend with my father. Uh, last couple of weeks have just been an emotional ride. I got the opportunity to go to the Rams game with my wife. How incredible was that? Uh, my son's 10th birthday was last Sunday, so we had a huge party, Lions theme. So we got to watch the game and celebrate him. But this weekend's going to be with my dad because I know it's for him. It's been an emotional couple of weeks. Uh, you know, he hasn't seen this in 32 years, uh, this opportunity the last time they were in this championship. And I was five years old. I'll be 37 next week. Uh, so for me, this is going to be awesome if I could see them go and just experience that emotion with my dad uh, to be able to celebrate this win, hopefully, with the Lions. Uh, I know it's going to be tough for them. Uh, but you know what? I, I truly believe that this city is ready. Uh, that team is taking on the identity of this city, the grit, like you talked about, the blue-collar workers, and it's just been incredible to see the transformation that Dan Campbell and that staff have done. I mean, you watch these videos of him just talking to the team, and you just get emotional and riled up. You're like, man, I play, I run through a brick wall for that guy. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's just been incredible. Uh, you know, like the last caller said, you know, being able to spend this time watching it with my kids and how excited they are. At that young of an age, I'm like, hey, you guys have never had the opportunity to see this, What you know, what's going on. So just wanted to echo that. And uh, one question real quick, too, you know, on the offensive line side, 
Do you guys feel like with Frank Ragnall bang, banged up, not practicing the last couple of days, is that just rest precautionary? Do you think he's going to be ready to go? And, you know, is um, one of the offensive linemen that's kind of on the bench going to be able to step in and help out? What are you guys' thoughts? I think Frank will be just fine for the game. Um, th- this is something that they've been doing basically since uh, almost the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. uh, resting him during the week, using him judiciously at practice, and then he's ready to go for game time. And, and Owusika will do just fine at left guard. You, you would have you would have, thanks right. for the call. You would have to have bodyguards to keep him off the field on Sunday. I believe that would be correct. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Doug in Livonia. You're 97 on the ticket. Hey, I uh, love your show, guys. Uh, yeah, uh, my birthday is the same as John's on January 28th, and nope. uh, my my uh, daughter bought me tickets. Uh, we're going down to Ford Field to watch the game. Happy birthday. So, uh, yeah, enjoy well, the moment. You. Be, to you, be John. A, thank you. It would be a great birthday present, wouldn't it? Lions win. Oh, absolutely. And uh, ironically, the first football game I ever seen was in 1960 with the Detroit Lions and San Francisco 49ers at Briggs Stadium. Wow. Um, ironically, I believe it was Brody and with Y.A. Tittle was the backup quarterback, I believe. You can look that up, but I'm, I think that's what it was. Oh, we don't have to look anyway. it up. We have Stoney. Yeah, John Brody. Exactly. I, I, don't Am I right? Him, I don't remember him starting in 1960 because I was two. Am I right? <laughs> He's asking, so. He's asking, yeah. I, I was. I was. I don't know. I know. I know they both played for the Niners. I don't know the the order of. I don't know if Tittle was the. I remember Tittle when he played for the Giants. I know that name makes everybody laugh too. Why Tittle? Now they got Kittle. Yeah. Um. Has anyone got a crazy game day superstition they developed this year? My stepdad, who's in his 60s, thinks the Lions start to lose every time he watches, so he hasn't watched a full game all season. Dedicated or crazy? Dedicated. 100% dedicated. I mean, there's always a little crazy in it. That's why we call them fanatics. Correct. Yes. But, I mean, you don't want to not watch. Unless you believe that you watching is the cause of – the demise of the Detroit Lions. Yes. Try and live with yourself after you watch the whole game and they lose in the NFC Championship game. Right. Uh, planned ski weekends months ago. Two weekends ago, watched in Petoskey. Last weekend, watched in Cadillac. This weekend in Canada, we'll watch. Most of it is prepaid. I missed three neighborhood watch parties. Lions put a hitch in my giddy-up. I'll plan differently next year. That's Russ from Brighton. But at least he still gets to watch. Yeah. Still get to watch. You're just going to watch by yourself up in Canada. Well, I assume if it's ski weekends, he's going with some people. <laughs> yeah, but maybe they're skiing. Friends, yeah. yeah. I'm going to have a nice big dinner a couple of hours before the game and plan on watching the first half on the can. <laughs> TV on the wall <laughs> to the right and the old bag cleaning the kitchen and bringing my beers. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> if, I, if, I if I was somebody who called, whose husband called me the old bag, I wouldn't be banging him. I'll tell you that. Um, Bring in, did you leave the door open so they can hand you the beers? <laughs> yeah. Vacation was scheduled months ago. Okay, but where are your vacations? Yeah. They, they have televisions, you you know. Uh, I'm 40 and my father is 70 and we're flying out tomorrow to watch the game in person. Both been waiting all our lives for this. Mm -hmm. I will be in my man cave watching projector on a hundred inch screen with surround sound bar and my recliner. Steve at work. 
Sounds good. Uh, sitting next to my husband, Todd at home, eating chicken chili, hoping we don't argue because of his yelling. Please win, Lions. Is my wife a bad wife if she doesn't let me watch the Lions game because it's her birthday on Sunday as well? I have two words for you, sir. And he doesn't give his name. Divorce, as Wojo would tell me. What do you mean? I don't care if it's your birthday. How can you not watch the game? What kind of woman is this? I can see, you know, you might want to. Seriously. Maybe she wants to go to dinner. I don't care. Cater in. Go Saturday night. Can you imagine like going to some fancy restaurant without a TV? It's 630 on Sunday. Oh, I'd have my phone. It'd be propped up against my water glass. You're in the moment. With your loved one. <laughs> she married you. She knew what she was getting into yes. before this. Is my wife a bad wife? Yes! She's a horrible <laughs> wife. Divorce the person. <laughs> so Not, I thought you were going to say old bag. No, I was going to say old bag. <laughs> 97 won the ticket. 248-539-9797. Congratulations to Robert in Macomb. He won tickets. To the all-grit watch party at Ford Field this Sunday. It's sold out. He was the correct caller when he heard me ask, did you bang? Uh, we will have another set of tickets to give away uh, in the 9 o'clock hour. 248-539-9797. We're asking, uh, where are you watching the game? What kind of plan? Have you had to rearrange something? We've had people talk about, you know, they had the ski trip that was, uh, you know, prepaid already, but at least he's going to be able yep. to you know, watch the game somewhere. I mean, there's tons of people probably do the same thing. You're just not used to planning uh, the Lions playing in late January. I'm still going to the Pistons game Sunday. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm, but there, it's funny because I'm they sure. They moved it to 2 o'clock. I'm, I know. I'm sure I couldn't. I, I'm watching uh, AFC Champions. Right, I know. But I'm sure there are people when the schedule came out that wanted to see Chet Holmgren for the first time. So, oh, yeah. You, you know. I mean, that would be weird to go down there because you're getting out of there, what, uh, you're getting in your car roughly 5 o'clock. Yeah. I mean, you're getting home, and that game's a start. I know. Yeah, but that—that that, I mean, that's kind of the perfect thing. What do you do? What do you? How do you kill the time leading up to the game? Obviously, I, that's not what I would choose to do, but it would be an, right. a good option, right? Because you'd watch the AFC game, right? Uh huh. And uh, you know, talking about that—the the one guy who said, uh, you know, his his, his his was his wife's birthday, yeah, and and like it's so yeah, it's my birthday, but it more importantly for us, it's Lucy's birthday, oh. and so we've adjusted how we're celebrating. To make sure that we do this, it's her 18th birthday. First of all, happy birthday, Lucy. Um, but we're adjusting how we're celebrating it because we want to make sure that we celebrate her birthday, but we're, we're going to watch the she, game. She's going to do like shots. It's her birthday. She, now she's No, eight, this is 18, eight. not 21. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. I mean, for me, I'm thinking, she wants to hang out with you. Yeah, I'm thinking she's Canadian or something. No, that's 19. To win. It used to be right. It was 21 here, and it was like 19 in Canada. Yeah. That's why everybody. Because when I yeah. grew up, it was always 21 in Pennsylvania, but it was 18 in New Jersey. Right. So right, you just yeah. cross the bridge. And- right. Yeah. So you go over there for arts right. and, and eats. I mean, it's it's the Canadian ballet as right. as well as 19. You get a exactly a few pops. Because yeah. this thing's not going to end until somewhere after 9:30. You know, t- 9.30 to 10 o'clock. I'm, I mean, I don't know what our specific plans are yet because the kids have their youth group that hasn't been decided yet. I'm sure they're going to move it or have a party for it or whatever, but I'm locking in. I mean, I, look, I'm stopping short of Stony taking notes, but I'm yeah. locking in right. and taking mental notes because, I mean, it's like a, until 10 or after. Right. You got to yeah. watch the post game. 
Yeah. You know, unless it's a 49er blowout, probably bail on it. But yeah, I'll miss probably the post game on TV if they, well, yeah, but you're going to have your own post game. Correct. But I mean, I'll miss the trophy presentation because I'll be driving here. Can you imagine Campbell with Bradshaw? Because Bradshaw is usually the one that does the trophy presentation for Fox. Yeah. By the way, the, uh, the Burkhart Olsen hex is in play this week. I know. The Lions are 0 3 when they call the game. Not Break a good it. Sign. That's the not last curse. Okay. <laughs> Nothing far. I could care less about than who is broadcasting the game and how it affects the play on the field. Two four eight. They are 0 and 3. I know. There's a lot. It's funny you say that because I've been reading a lot of stuff. It is a fact. How people it are. It is a fact. How, <laughs> how, how, how Romo and Nance, for some reason this year, they just. Have not it's not, hasn't been a good broadcast. It, it, people are accusing Nance of like not even wanting to be there, and Romo makes mistakes, and they got the Super Bowl. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Uh, let's go to uh, Travis. You're ninety seven. Won the ticket. What's up, Trav? What up, though, fellas? How y'all feeling this morning? Feeling Great. wonderful, man. Who needs a cup of coffee when you got ninety seven one? On the brink of the Lions going to the Super Bowl. I feel so good. You're damn right you should. Man, I went to the game last Sunday. I had the opportunity. Uh, It was electric. I've never seen an environment like that. I'm 53 years old, born, raised, still reside in the D. Uh, I was at the Brett Favre, Sterling Sharp uh, disaster on my way uh, deploying to uh, uh, Korea. And uh, I couldn't miss last week, man. But this week. We had a, a big poker game plan, annual poker game, and my youngest two children, my 10 and 12 year old, said, "Dad, we want to watch it with you." So it made my health, my heart break and kind of melt. So we're gonna switch it up and just uh, take it in uh, with the victory at home with the family, man. Hey, that's a good, awesome. Well, are your your co poker players are they pissed that you're bailing on them or what? Are they? You know, is the game gonna close? Uh, they don't know yet, but if they're tuning in, they know now. <laughs> <laughs> big, yes. big trap stiffing uh-huh. you. Yeah. He's ghosting you. Uh-huh. Go get it. Go yeah. get a substitute to watch the game uh-huh. and play some poker. Uh, let's go to uh, Nick in Ypsilanti. You're on 97 won the ticket. Good morning, Nick. Hey, fellas. How's it going? Wonderful. Good deal. So we had actually booked a trip to San Diego two months ago. So we're flying out Sunday morning. I'm hoping to get settled into the resort just in time for kickoff. Oh, so you should go earlier and then just take that drive up to San Francisco. Yeah, right up the coast. Right, exactly. Dude, that is going to be insane traffic. I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> I'm not, not going to complain about that either. Yep. <laughs> the Pacific Coast <laughs> Highway is cool. I'm going to resort with a nice drink in my hand and watch the Lions whoop on the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. That you can walk around that state like you own it. That's right. Absolutely. Although the people in like SoCal. We walk around Ohio. Although the people in SoCal, the, the, I bet you a lot of them are rooting for the Lions. They could be. Sure. I mean, it's. Because it's, there's a. If, if you're you, not in the. If you're not a Niners fan, if you're not a Baltimore fan, right? If, if you are not a San Francisco fan. Like, you look at this, or Kansas City, sorry. 
I think most people oh, yeah, I've seen, are rooting for the Detroit Lions. I've seen the maps of all the surveys and stuff. Oh, it's like yeah. 75% of the country yeah. are rooting for the Lions. But I'm talking about in California, there's such a SoCal-NoCal rivalry sure. that I think most of SoCal certainly isn't rooting for the 49ers, unless it's Lisa Jansen. That's right. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? She's the anomaly. Uh, John in Shelby Township here on 97 won the ticket. Hey, guys. Good morning. It's Friday morning. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The facts. So I'll be in uh, Rochester Hills. Uh, it looks like my wife's cousin basically got a party room in uh, one of the subdivision uh, uh, HOA associations or something. They have like a party room in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah, like a, a clubhouse. Like a clubhouse. Yeah. yeah, a clubhouse, whatever, whatever you want to call it. I just moved here from the East Coast, so... Uh, about six months ago. So uh, we're going to be there for the game. And uh, I'm actually a Cowboys fan, oh. uh, but I'll be rooting for the Lions. How's the postseason sure. going for you? Uh, as usual. I'll just say that. <laughs> All right. Jo- John, are you from the East Coast, or at least you're from Dallas originally, then moved to the East Coast? I lived in Washington, D.C. for 40 years. I was born and raised in Washington, D.C., and my wife is from Michigan, so I moved here with okay, the wife okay. and kids. About what what was the, the four decades that you were in Washington? What, um, why a Cowboys fan? You know what? I, uh, I used to watch the games with my uncles, especially the Redskins and Cowboys games uh, with my uncles, and... They used to watch the old cowboy movies. They were big on those old cowboy movies, Clint Eastwood and John Wayne. And I am um, too. And I just I hung out with them, and I just became a Cowboys fan like them, you know. So, so John, the bigger question: When you were in Washington from '99 uh, to 2008, yes, was, well, <laughs> did you remember John Jansen? Was he as popular as I remember him in Washington? <laughs> Not really, no. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree. Who was more popular, John Jansen or Joe Jacoby? Joe Jacoby's not I, even close. I, I Probably Joe Jacoby, to be honest with you. I know. I what know. about uh, Chip Mo- Low Miller? <laughs> Mark Mosley, he won uh, an MVP. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was popular for about six months, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't did pop. you even know who I was until you two did this morning? <laughs> <laughs> I listen to your show once in a while. I'll be honest with you. I, uh, I'm usually at home working. I work from home full time, but, uh, I was on the listening on the radio this morning. I said, I, I need to call into these guys. Well, we, we appreciate yeah, that. You. Even if you are a cowboy, I can't imagine living in born and bred DC. They hate the Cowboys more than people from Philly. I think. What was John that popular? No, no. not really. <laughs> but see, he's wrong. You, I have the Jacoby thing, I know. But you were very popular. Oh, wow. Trust me. 97 won the ticket. <laughs>